Hello and welcome back everyone to the Insightful Devotion Podcast. I'm your host, David, and it is truly a privilege and an honor knowing that we are a child of the Most High God and that we have nothing, I mean absolutely nothing to worry about because God has given us the ability to choose His joy and to live in His peace daily. And that's exactly what I wanna talk about in today's episode is choose joy and live in peace. Because too often we can allow the circumstances of life to burden us down from the things we've caused or just things that may have happened to us. Someone may have been rude to you when you were just running your errands or someone could have mistaken your words and took it out of context. Whatever the case may be, we are going to throw off everything that tries to hinder us so that we can keep living life more abundantly the way Jesus Christ has intended us to live it by choosing joy in him and by living in his peace. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the word you've given me to share with my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I pray that you would allow us to seek you while you may be found and that we would always be mindful of the sacrifice you made for us at Calvary so that on the days we feel great or the complete opposite, we are reminded that the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the grave is alive on the inside of us, which is your Holy Spirit. So Lord, fill us up today with unspeakable joy and allow us to live in your peace that surpasses all understanding and help us each day to live our lives in a way that honors you so that we may be found doing what you've called us to do when you return. It's in Jesus' name I pray and I say thank you. Amen. Well, let me turn your attention to a passage found in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. It tells us to consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Now, I found that passage of scripture fascinating because if we were to consider it a great joy, as the verse just told us, we must understand the meaning of this great joy. And joy in the Bible can be defined as a feeling of good pleasure and happiness that is dependent on who Jesus is rather than on who we are or what is happening around us. I like that part. I'm going to repeat that again so you can understand what joy is defined as. It tells us joy can be defined in the Bible as a feeling of good pleasure and happiness that is dependent on who Jesus is rather than on who we are or what is happening around us. So whenever we realize and live in the joy we have, we should then be able to appreciate the access we have to God's peace. For the two are closely connected and intertwined. The Bible tells us, in fact, in John chapter 14, verse 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So to the one listening and is worried about your child and the decisions they are making, to the one listening today and you've dedicated yourself to a company that's just laid you off, to the one who's heartbroken after you've invested time and energy in a relationship and they dropped you like a bad habit, I'm here to tell you, don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be 
afraid. God sees what's going on. God said he is close to the brokenhearted and God will make things work out in your favor. When you choose to trust in his ways by choosing God's joy in the midst of pain and choosing God's peace in the midst of chaos. Now, I don't know who needed to hear that because that was just laid on my heart today. I had no intention to even go that far, but I want you to know, stop worrying, give it to God, choose to live in his joy and live in his peace and that God's got it all under his control. All you have to do is trust him. Now, let me discuss this next part in regards to peace. If you look in Matthew chapter five, verse nine, it says, blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God. Let that verse sink in. Blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God. Listen carefully because I'm going somewhere with this. The point I want to make clear is that in order for us to live in peace, it doesn't always mean that we are to be quiet or be a pushover because the Bible tells us to stand firm in the faith, meaning that there are times in which the only way we can keep the peace is when we speak up and speak out against the evil, negative and rude ungodliness that is unfolding and occurring within us, before us or to us. Basically, what I'm trying to say is this. There will be times when we can't ignore the elephant in the room because in order for healing to take place, we must be courageous enough in Christ Jesus and taking the appropriate action that is needed. For at some point in time, if we keep silent and don't speak out at the right time against those issues, we are then in agreement with what was said or done which allows chaos, confusion, and all kinds of uproar to occur in our lives. Now, let me just say this. There is a difference being in the presence where there is no peace outwardly versus living with yourself and there is no joy to live in peace internally. And when we are dealing with any situation in which we don't have the joy to live in peace inwardly, let 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33 remind you that what you are experiencing doesn't come from God, but God can allow us to experience things in order to get our attention or for us to gain something in him from an experience we had to have in order to get us to where he wants us to be in him. So that verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33 tells us, for God is not the author of confusion but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. So let me give you a personal example of something I experienced in my life that happened to me and how 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33 helped me realize the importance to choose joy and live in peace. So my colleague and I had known each other for a good time, and we had gotten along and would laugh and have great conversations. In particular, I noticed one day, I said hi to them as usual and I didn't get a response like I normally do. So I let it slide in case they were having a bad day because, you know, we all have bad days and they appeared as if they didn't want to be bothered with. You can see it all over their facial expression. So that went on for at least two more days. And I said hi in front of them and still no response, yet they were speaking to everybody else. I felt burdened as if I had done something wrong based on what I was experiencing, even though I had, in my mind, I had done nothing wrong, nothing that I could think of. 
So the next day, the same thing occurred, but I stepped in and asked if they were okay out of sincere concern. Yet I could tell that something was different with them because I had known them for quite some time. And that's not something normal to see with them. And what I realized is this. People can talk about you behind your back. And the way you can always identify this is when they can't face you and they can't continue on in conversation as they normally would, which in turn, they may try to make you feel as if you did something wrong when really they can't come to the grips of what they did to you, leaving you burdened and them feeling guilty. And that was my case. Because whenever I confronted them, I could tell that they had made up an excuse about how they were sick and not really in the mood to talk. However, because I had known them for some time, my colleague and I both knew that we could keep it real with each other, keep each other in check. And so I did. I told them respectfully that they were in the mood to talk to everyone else and conversate and they weren't in the mood to talk with me. And how we were having such a great time all the few days before this happened. And all of a sudden, I was given the silent treatment as if I had did something wrong. So I asked them if I had did something wrong unknowingly to offend them. They said no. And in that case, I realized, as stated earlier, that they had talked about me saying something in which they couldn't confront me with as they normally would conversate with me. So I then told them, that since you said that I didn't do anything wrong and you haven't spoken to me in a few days when we were just laughing and conversating, I want you to know that I forgive you, but I'm not going to let this situation bother me. And if you want to move forward and you continue to ignore me, that's fine. But I'm not going to be burdened down anymore. And immediately after letting them know that, I felt a burden lifted off of me that was never intended for me to carry in the first place. And I could see that my colleague was now placed in a position to deal with the issue they had started. Because after that conversation, my colleague realized they were in the wrong and apologized for their actions. And at that point, everything continued as normal and we didn't have any problems that day on. Because I had made up in my mind to choose joy and live in peace. Because as I said earlier, it says blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called the sons of God. And sometimes it's not always being quiet. We have to stand up in Christ and speak out against those things that are not in Christ. So by praying to God when to confront the situation, making sure if anything, my colleague was experiencing something in their personal life that caused them to present themselves that way towards me, I wanted to make sure I was going about this the right way in Christ. Then I realized I had nothing, that I had did nothing wrong to them. My colleague even agreed that I had did nothing wrong. I was concerned and spoke kindly, yet was able to let them know that I choose joy by living in peace and that they can decide how they're going to move forward. Basically, I told them what I had to tell them to make sure that we iron the situation out and the choice was up to them how they wanted to move forward because I wasn't going to let anyone just walk over me or my emotions. Because you have to remember, you are a child of the Most High God. You see, oftentimes we can allow things to go on longer than they should have by putting us in an uncomfortable position daily. And they're walking around as if they did nothing wrong. But when we confront those issues at the right time, as Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it talks about there's a time for this and a time for that. 
That's when the confusion, burdens, and guilt must leave and clarity, truth, joy, and peace will come in and remain. So before we pray and end today's podcast, I want to leave you with these life-changing scriptures that will encourage you and help you to choose joy and live in peace as I did. And my colleague and I were able to get along and realize that that situation that occurred was wrong and that we wanted to move in the right direction in Christ. Colossians chapter four, verse six says this, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. And that's what I did. Wanted to make sure they were okay first. And if I did anything unknowingly that could have said, I could have said or done something to them that made them react that way. And whenever it was seasoned with salt and it was full of grace and seasoned with salt, I was able to answer him the way I needed to answer him whenever he asked those questions. But if we don't, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 28 tells us that a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. So as I begin to pray, ask the Lord to search your hearts, because oftentimes the problem can be within us when we are faced with situations. And then there are times that situations can be the problem. Yet God will allow us to choose his joy and live in his peace that surpasses all understanding in the midst of what we're going through. For Proverbs chapter 12, verse 20 says this, deceit is in the hearts of those who plot evil, but those who promote peace have joy. Let us pray. Dear God, have mercy on us. And Lord, I ask that you would tear down our mindsets that are negative and remove fantasies that are frustrating and allow us to live in your truth. Lord, I ask that you would remove the scales from our eyes and the ungodly grips on our hearts. For it is then, Lord, we will see and hear from you clearly. Lord, we've experienced life and turmoil, upheaval and despair. But today we come before you choosing your joy that's unspeakable and to live in your peace that is found in you. So, Lord, help us lead and guide us as we continue to persevere in the faith, experiencing you in ways we've never known before by reminding ourselves to choose your joy and to live in your peace that is eternal and that is not of this world. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope and pray that when offense comes your way, you can remember that whatever you are needing in the Lord is available to you and that you would continue to grow in the Lord's wisdom, understanding and knowing when it's time to address situations and face those circumstances because the Lord will give you what to say in that hour. And as we get further and further into this year and Palm Sunday is approaching and Resurrection Day is almost upon us, I ask that you would share this podcast if it bless you today with someone in need, because whether they are a believer in Jesus Christ or not, the Lord's word is meant for everyone because he alone knows what they are in need of and can help them in ways they didn't know was even possible. I'm your host, David, reminding you to tune in next week. And as I always say, Be blessed, stay blessed, because you are blessed.